All right, duck. What are you doing? Hey, old shug. Where are you going? Who's that lad? Who's that lad? Voice notes, lad. Voice notes, lad. It's Liam. Welcome to another episode, episode number five of the Voice Notes podcast presented by our friends at FasterPasta.com. Um, Cambridge's fresh, freshest pasta delivery, Cambridge's premier fresh pasta delivery service. Um, yeah, hello and welcome. That was the jingle. Um, hope you all liked it, courtesy of my um, very good friends. It's a lovely little birthday gift, but um, we push on um, uh, the intro and messing up right from the get-go. Well, yeah, welcome everyone to episode five of the Voice Note podcast with just me this week, unfortunately, so you're going to have to deal with my dulcet tones uh, for one week at the very least, so apologies in advance, uh, and also apologies for the ams and the ads and the hopefully not many and whatnots, but welcome nevertheless to episode five, uh, hopefully um, you've all had a great week so far, yeah, it's Wednesday, <laughs> um, this is obviously recorded on day before <laughs> um but wednesday it is nevertheless the weekend is on the horizon despite all the days bleeding and so on it's uh, it's, it's nice to have something to look forward to i hope uh, hopefully everyone can look forward to this weekend as well hopefully you're doing something with your loved ones uh, probably a bit of a bit of a die down uh, this weekend uh, from last weekend, obviously Valentine's Day, uh, hopefully everyone had a good time, uh, but yeah, like I said, um, like I've always said in this podcast, I hope you're all staying positive and testing negative right now on this podcast, but yeah, that's, that's um, uh, on the agenda today, we're just talking to myself for uh, however long I can bear it, we've got the we've got the, um, the Champions League on, the football, I've not, I didn't realise it was the um, Champions League on tonight, so it's actually quite nice. And I've got a login. I did have a login for BT, and then it just, I lost it for a while, but I've got it back again, so that's quite good. And it's nil, I'm watching the Barca Paris game. How much of a novice do I sound? I'm watching the Barcelona Paris game, watching the Barcelona PSG game. It's nil nil after 19 minutes. It's not that great, and it's very depressing watching an empty new camp. I said that like a, I'm a proud. Barcelona alumni there, um, but no, it's, it's it's just like I said, I won't I won't you know flog a dead horse. It just it's not it's not the same without fans, especially the the champions. But Messi's about to take a free kick, so this could be something special might happen. But yeah, hopefully um, I'll move on. Hope everyone's having a good week so far. Had a good weekend as well. It's a big weekend in the calendar. Uh, the first lockdown, Valentine's Day, but. We will not talk about Valentine's Day for a little bit. I was my more importantly, it was my bloody birthday. Twenty-eight years old. Um, Jesus Christ! Like my lockdown birthday, which was very. I thought I'd, I might avoid it because it just you just think you might get lucky, but I didn't. Uh, unfortunately, like I joined the uh, I joined the lockdown birthday alumni. Very proud, a very proud member. So it was it was all right. It was it was it was nice. I had um, a lot of. Um, Nice messages from people, which I'd like to thank you for. I'd like to thank you, thank my family, my friends. Yeah, a lot of nice messages. Uh, Mum, dad, um, other family members as well. Aunties, uncles, brothers, sisters, and friends as well. So it was, it was very nice um, to get, like, lovely. And thank you all for your birthday well wishes. So, 28, 20 bloody 8. I am fucking old, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's just... <sighs> lockdown it wasn't that bad like the lockdown birthday it was it was actually quite nice it was just i could sort of do things at my own pace i had a very nice breakfast to start to kick the day off i had pancakes and it's pancake day today so i was a bit early but it's my birthday so go fuck yourself but um yeah it was just nice to kind of just well my usual usually my weekends are what i did to be fair went to woolton park in nottingham birthday at batman's house a couple of cans and just had a bit of a stroll around with my friends. So it's I'm having one of those cans. Thank you very much, George Dibbs, for the cans of Stella. I'm going for the big cans this week. Hoo-hoo, watch out. But yeah, it's, it, was, it wasn't too bad. It was nice. It just kind of had a very... I'm very spoiled, by the way. Very, very spoiled. Thank you, everyone, for the presence. Um, thank you to my... Yeah, just I'll, I'll stop saying thank you in a minute. But yeah, I'm very grateful. Um, I've not been spoiled like that since I was a kid. As far back as I remember, so... Oh, I only got the lumber coal, but um, no, it's it was very nice to 
to everyone's birthday messages. And obviously, one of the best birthday presents was that jingle you heard, uh, which will be a regular feature um, after at the stop of at the top of every single episode. So it's uh, quite fitting that my lazy um, bum ass couldn't do it, and my friends had to do it as well. And quite fittingly, I was told it was done via voice notes on WhatsApp. So a bit of a compilation for you, but. Yeah, no, thanks again for that. I'll stop saying thank you and sucking everyone's dick in a second. But yeah, it was um, it was a lovely little birthday weekend. Not what I had initially planned. I didn't have anything planned anyway. But like this time last year, or just before my birthday last year, I was looking at. It, I was like, oh my god, it's on a Saturday. Get you know, get the boys down. We'll have a, we'll have a big weekend of it. So that'll be that'll be really good. But alas, alas, um, uh, it didn't work out. So. But I did have a very nice birthday, so yeah, Jesus, Liam, just never stop talking about yourself. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've, you know, Valentine's Day as well. Um, Valentine, I don't mind. This is the thing with Valentine's Day is it's not the sop. Just people immediately go onto the you know soppy Instagram posts like, oh my god, these people like I can't stand them. No, they are not the problem. Be happy for people like that. It's in especially in a year full of shite full of utter shit, it's nice to see people are having a nice time, like a nice little day, by themselves, or with the, with whoever, with a spouse, could be, you know, you, could, you your pet could be your valentine, who cares, like it's just nice, just have a nice time, and these, it's these, it's the single, it's not all single people, it's single people who are like, woe is me, all the fucking time, they're the ones who are a bit kind of, it's just, they're the ones constantly moaning, and it's just, just be happy, just be happy for people. It's fun. It's, it's. We live. We don't live in a nice period right now. It's just nice to see people smiling. Nice to see people, you know, sharing posts of their loved ones. You know, it's, it's, it's good. I, I don't mind it at all. Yeah, Valentine's Day is a bit of a corporate kind of cash cow, and they've sort of invented things like Galentine's Day now, which is mainly for single women. I've been told where they kind of get together. And they sort of, yeah, I don't really know what Galentine's Day is. I'm not really a, but I know it's on my birthday and it's that as a piss take. Like, just what what's up with that? So, my birthday should be a national holiday. Thank you very much. So, and happy birthday. I share my birthday with, um, uh, I, I saw Randy Moss I share my birthday with. And I share, um, I've always known that I share my birthday with Robbie Williams. Aston Merigold from JLS and Peter Hook. I should have said probably said Aston Merigold at the end. But yeah, just nothing but musicians. So obviously, I'm in great company with um, I'm one of the, a top class athlete. But no Valentine's Day, allow it, man. Just like just let people be. Just stop. Just stop wallowing in self pity. And I know it's hard. Oh, nearly a penalty. It's not a penalty to Barcelona. It's it is a penalty. Oh my god, sorry, um, went off then. So, if you listen to the last podcast, it was kind of like this, but a bit more incoherent and a bit more shite. But it's a penalty. Oh, it's Pochettino. I forgot he was the manager. Sweet. But yeah, I'm Team Barca tonight, Team Barca. Um, Messi's about to take the penalty. He's going to do Penenka, probably. But yeah, no, um, what's it talking about? Valentine's Day. Allow it. Just let people be happy. Let people, you know, have a nice time with their loved ones. It's a, it's a, it's a nice, friendly day. Yeah, obviously, like there's the, there's the people who the classic. Um, I saw like Molly May and Tommy Fury were trending, and I saw like the big spread they had, like the d- indoor date night. But I swear they've been doing that for like quite a lot on their Instagram and stuff. I don't follow them a lot, but when you see them trending, you kind of know what it is about. Either people slagging off Molly May or kind of poking fun at Tommy Fury for something he said, <clears throat> you know, off or something like that. But and all their their lives as a couple like it's just, it seems good on them just have a nice time just you know kick back with a couple of glasses of champagne that's what i do <laughs> but no yeah leave leave people to be you know and stop making excuses if you're those if you know who i'm talking about you you know who you are if you are one of those single people who constantly you know just oh god where are all the where are all the good men gone and even lads as well who are like saying oh god like i don't think it's I'm not going to get into a debate who's more who's more what, but it's both sexes. Just get a grip of yourself. Be happy with when you're single. Just have a nice time when you're single. And it's a goal by Barcelona. Sorry for uh, the mid rant. Probably a good time to interject there. But just be happy in yourself. Just I know it's a bit of a hard time, but just be happy in yourself and be happy for other people as well. That's that's you know that's important as well. Be happy for other people. Um, 
But yeah, n- n- enough of uh, Coach's Corner over here. But yeah, no, Valentine's Day. Um, oh yeah, happy birthday to Will Carroll, old-time friend, uh, whose birthday is on Valentine's Day. Um, so yeah, not a lot else really happened. Like the snow seemed to have vanished. Uh, it's now the tropics. It's no longer, um, uh, you know, the chronicles of Siberia. It's very. It's, it's yesterday. I saw this meme, which was just so true. Like eight, it's only eight degrees, and I'm already thinking of barbecues and crates of Copperberg. It's just absolute. It's so true because compared to what we had last week, for most of the country, it was absolutely Baltic. But I don't mind that. It's it's freezing, but you can get yourself warmed up. It's better than it pissing down with rain all the time. And I know I've mentioned this, and I know you're going to say, like, shut the fuck up, Liam, you meant you repeat yourself. But it's good that... I, I, it felt like a proper winter. I quite like the feel. Maybe I look like a wintersman. Who knows? Um, you may get that sort of... Or just a twat. Who knows? Um, I'll let you be the judge. It's messy again! No, it's not. It's, well, yeah, 1-0 Barcelona, by the way, after half an hour. It was a bit of a dubious penalty. Um, this will be the running theme of the podcast. I'll just keep looking back on the... Um, also, yeah, just it's just it's nice to have a bit more. Summer's around the corner. I feel summer's around the corner. Possible light at the end of the, end of the tunnel is around the corner. Hopefully, it is for everyone's sake. Uh, the Euros around the corner. I did hear that they're going to start having fans. So they, apparently, there's definitely going to be fans in the stadium for the Euros. So hopefully. That is true. Um, it's good. It just it probably won't be full capacity, which is just a shame. But needs must. I think it's just it's like the whole. It'd be good with fans in there because when they did the trial thing, when they were allowed to the Premier League, it was good. Obviously, I'm, I'm being a Crystal Palace fan. It really helped like our team. But if you're say Spurs or Arsenal, possibly will. But it's a lot more echoey. You might as well. I mean, you not might as well have no fans in there. But it's. It's, it's, it's galvanised the team nevertheless you, one would hope but hopefully there's just fans in the stadium for fans, fans in the stadium for the Scotland-England game because that is and just for Scotland fans in general to, for their home games because I know their other two uh, games in the group stages are at Hampden Park and that would be the, and obviously everyone's seen pictures of their atmosphere when they when we play obviously when England played Scotland a couple of years ago Harry Kane scored when Lono Lee Griffiths scored those two free kicks. That looked like the greatest atmosphere ever in the world. That looked amazing, and to have not have that like at its fullest um, for the Euros for their first tournament in years and years, it's, it'll be a bit of a shame. And yeah, because and you'll be surprised. I'm not a disgruntled. I don't hate Scotland. Actually, I, obviously, when we beat them, uh, see what it is there. When we beat them, it'll be nice. It'll be kind of satisfying to rub it in my Scottish mates' friends uh, friends' faces, but. I hope they kind of do well. I don't. I don't mind. I'm not. A re- I'm not a big hater of uh, like the home nations. I hope they do well, um, and I obviously hope England do well. But I hope just mainly it's going to be because that'll be interesting seeing that tournament be played out with having having it not being at its maximum. Like the Six Nations for me, and I've said this previously, that tournament especially international tournaments. In like general, like for major sports, rugby, football, they need to be at that product needs to be at its very maximum to be the best. Um, it can't be half-assed. It can't. It can't be. A, yeah, it can't be a half measure, pretty much. Uh, to quote my German Trout, but it's because I've not watched any of the Six Nation games because of that. I've not. Really, it's kind of passed me by. I usually watch every single year because I. Every, I think even, even if you're not a rugby fan. You love to watch it because it's a great atmosphere because it kind of bleeds like bleeds out into the living room. Even if you're not there, I've been to a couple of Six Nation games. Uh, I went to I've been to England, Italy, and that obviously that's a bit of a the the, the crap game, but oh, it's a goal. Sorry to PSG away goal, killing Mbappet, and but yeah, that product needs to be at its best to be because it's just from the start to the finish the the anthems, especially for in Wales and. I'll even say Twickenham as well because the that's the best rendition of God Save the Queen I've heard because uh, I've been to a couple of England games at Wembley and it's not that great. It's mainly just like people just slurring their words because it's a, a early kickoff or uh, um, afternoon kickoff. But that's the best rendition of God Save the Queen I've ever heard. And 
I'd love to. I'd love to experience um, Flower of Scotland at Murrayfield, um, the Welsh national anthem. Forgive me, I don't know it in the Millennium Stadium, and the Irish anthem, uh, Island Call in the Aviva. Like even even for um, like France, the Stade de France, and and the Italian anthem. So like I think because it just yeah, everything from yeah from the top to bottom, it's just a, it's one of the greatest tournaments like you can watch on television for sports. It's fantastic, and I think yeah even if you're not just a you can't you don't have to be a rugby fan, you don't have to be a sports fan in general. Everyone I think likes to watch rugby at international level on some basis because it's just it's just good to watch. It's always it's always pretty exciting, and to not have the fans there, it's just a bit. Yeah, it's just half arse. It's not. It's. It's. it's I'm, I'm saying that like they. They forcefully are just keeping the fans away. They're not doing it, but yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same, man. It's not the same. But say, Levy, it's. It's. It is what it is at the moment, and it's. It's been like that for a while. So I don't know why I'm. I'm complaining that much, and I don't know why I'm. I'm just. I'm just a bit bitter. I just. I just want the old times back. But yeah, no, it's um, yeah, like I said, running football commentary throughout this. That's what that's one of my notes. Running football commentary. So um, hopefully, I don't kind of make the podcast so incoherent <laughs> that it just ruins moments. I, I realised when I said bit that was a bit um, loud. So, but yeah, one one at the moment. Thirty three minutes gone. It's a pretty good goal. When I think of PSG Barca, obviously you think of that won the game, but you think of Barca in the Champions League now. Think of that eight two game last year, just when they. Conceded, they just they seemed to just concede every single time uh, they the team Bayern went forward, but and they pretty much did. But no, it's it's a mess with a free kick now. Is this anything going to happen? I'll talk about something else in a second. Nothing happens. So, um, but more football, fantasy football this week. Um, I did promise a bit of a a fantasy football um, feature in this show. So I'm just to give you a brief history of it. If you're a football fan, if you're not a fantasy football fan, then um, I'd probably I'd expect you to probably just turn away. But hopefully, don't. Um, I'm in three leagues. Obviously, if you're familiar with fantasy football, I didn't do the draft thing. I just did the kind of pick your team, get 100 milli at the start of it, and then oh, it's a save. Sorry, um, I, you get 100 milli at the start, and then you kind of go from your team. But I've obviously everyone makes various changes. I'm in three different leagues. With the Fen Boys, the Fantasy Fantasy League, um, but we didn't call it the Fantasy League, which is called Fen League. The Mansion Boys from Uni, the the boys behind the famous jingle, and my old work uh, one as well, which is probably the one that not well, it's the most competitive one because it's got twenty people in there. The other two have like six people at best, so six seven people. I am currently, as it stands, a one two four. I'm top in the Fen League, second in the Mansion, and fourth in the Libris one. I think that's more impressive to be fourth in the old work one, actually. Uh, I just said their name, probably shouldn't have said that. But um, yeah, uh, anyway, but we've, this week, I've kind of been cruising the whole time, and it's been pretty easy. I'm not going to lie, it's been, uh, nobody wants this goddamn smoke. But this week, I got 51 points. As the last week's 57, I've kind of just kind of trajectory of um, just steady 50 points, 51 points, 55, 55, 56, 57, 58, Gary. Um, but yeah, I miss Ben Shiel didn't fucking play. Diaz didn't play, but I'm still waiting for the replacement for Stones to get my points, which is bullshit. Pick of the week, um, which I didn't actually make any transfers. I made, ah, I did make a transfer a couple of weeks. So I swapped out Salah. No, I swapped out Son for... Fernandez, which has been one of the best decisions I've ever made. I've been I've made him captain the last couple of weeks. It's nearly a goal, sorry. And I put Calvin Lewin back in, which is kind of a bit off and on. But I'd say pick if you're struggling for midfielders and you want a bit of um. Actually, I'll start with uh, defenders. What I've got, who's I've picked up quite a few points, and I think most people would have him. Uh, a bit stupid, I didn't have him at the start. I'd probably just ju- judge the team on the defence. Really, it was uh, Aaron Cresswell for West Ham, and he's been picking up the points, and they've been really they've been flying generally. So, get him in the team. He's actually fairly cheap. I think he's yeah, he's five point eight million. So, just take one of your lads out and then add him in there. He gets he's pretty much he's basically a wing back. A wing back. He's just a glorified winger. So he's kind of bombing up and down, getting some assists, getting some goals, and it's kind of man of the match performances. Also, as well, wingers, but it will be a midfielder. Dwight McNeil for Burnley, and he got me six points. They beat my Palace at the weekend, which is cheers for that, lads. Uh, but Dwight McNeil, great pick for the midfield if you're interested in that. 
Uh, also very cheap, 5.7, just like cheaper than cheaper than Cresswell, and he's one of their top performers, so he's always going to get a few points. He's always going to get, like, I think every other game he's bound to get, like, an assist or possibly a goal. Um, he's going to be connected. He's going to be in and around. He's going to be in the mixer anyway. Obvious ones like Salah as well, um, fairly, fairly consistent. Fernandez, Grealish, uh, thinking about getting rid of Grealish. It's always the same thing. Like, when you get rid of a player who's actually really good, they then go great as well so you're just instantly like cursing yourself John McGinn's been an absolute perla this this year I had him last year as well I think I'll have him like generally every single year he's cheap as he's cheap as chips man so he's 5.5 million piece of piece of post pile and yeah he's bang for your buck links up with I think that's one of the best midfield hot take for Villa it's one of the best midfield frees um, in the country Barkley Grealish and McGinn I'm going to have people laughing at me but if you know your stuff, well, it's, uh, fuck you if you're laughing. It's, 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 not a, it's not a wild pick. It's actually a very good pick. But um, yeah, Grealish, I'm thinking about taking Grealish out. And I've got Patrick Barnford up top with Calvert-Lewin. Subs bench didn't really do much except for John Stones. I should have repicked him. I thought they were going to actually before. I thought they were going to score. Because that's why, hence why I picked Calvert-Lewin. Because they played, Everton played Man City. I thought they were going to fucking... I oh, know they did play Man City. They're playing Man City soon. I don't know who they played. They played someone. Oh, they played um, Spurs, Man City. So I thought, take one defender out and then uh, leave one in at least because the other defender I had was uh, not great. Or I didn't have a defender spare on the on the bench. The other team, it was Everton, played Fulham and at home. And I thought that was a gimme for a couple of goals. So I made him a vice-captain. And he didn't. I don't think he fucking played, which is a bit shit. But... Say, we move on. But yeah, that is the basically the rundown of my team. I've not given all the players on there, but obviously got the big, the big glamour, big glamour lads on my bench is Schmeichel. I rotate him and Alex McCarthy most weeks, really, depending on who they're playing. John Stones is in there. Rotate, rotate him in as well. I thought Chilwell. Who were they playing? Chelsea. They're playing. They're playing Newcastle. So I thought they're going to definitely play him, and he plays most of the season. Alas, didn't get points. Uh, still waiting for him to replace Stone. Shea Adams, pretty decent pick at the start of the season. Faltered off. He's pretty much a regular on the bench. Eric Dyer, Dyer by name. Pretty much Dyer by nature. Not a very good pick at all. So, yeah, that's it. That's the fantasy football, not draft, that's the fantasy football um, uh, segment of the week. Um, hopefully, people who have liked, <laughs> probably people who have not tuned out um, uh, tune back in so yeah no I think uh, just the cold weather in general I, I thought it was I thought it was really good I thought it made the winter more authentic I thought it was really cool man so it was just nice to kind of yeah, just, you can just easily wrap up warm and whatnot. so it's just it's nice because everyone just moans about it anyway so you might as well I think because people are just enjoying it anyway I, I've all I've I've often said and but on this podcast as well I've said I loved the. I, I loved watching people in the snow sledding and whatnot because it was like Valentine's Day. It was nice to see people like what people moan about. Obviously, draw parallels with that Valentine's Day and the snow. When people see snow, they think like oh, and then they see Valentine's Day. Everyone's like yeah. So it was nice to see people happy. Nice to see people having a good time, even if it's through Valentine's Valentine's Day. Even if it's through a phone. Um. Uh, and then with sledding and the snow, it's just like in person. So, yeah. But the summer's coming. Thank God summer's coming. Hopefully, uh, it just feels... It's coming up to the year of the first lockdown, which is going to be... That's going to be... I reckon this is going to make... A, say what you want. It's going to make a sick Netflix series one day. A 10-parter. It's got to be a 20-parter, surely. Just like 20 hours of pure... Covid, like people just kind of bitching. You never guess what they bloody did then. Ugh. But I think, um, yeah, it's just going to be. Hopefully, it's get the get the pubs open. Get just get hopefully just God, please just let me out. Just let me out, please. <sighs> so minus the breakdown, football again. Uh, it's nearly half time. One one. Uh, Barca seem to be sort of controlling this game. PSG have had a, the better of the chances, I'd say. Because they're more dangerous, they're just—I'd say they're a better team. I never think I'd say that about well, Lionel Messi's Barca. Uh, yeah, they seem just to be the better team. I don't know what Liverpool are getting up to. No alerts have come from the screen. I've not seen any alerts come from the screen, so they might as well just be um, uh, 
it's probably nil nil, but they're playing in Budapest, aren't they? So it's not really. Uh, I don't know. What, I, I don't know what point I was going to make. So forget that. Scratch that. Also, um, bit of um, news on the because uh, on social media, if you follow um, uh, the Voice Notes podcast on social media, you would have find you would have found uh, Run VMP, um, one of the, one of a new logo that my good friends at Rando UK, Rando Nottingham, um, uh, mocked that for me, and um, I've gotten some. I've ordered some stickers, so I'm gonna um, and also don't hold, well hold me to this, obviously, but. I've looked into uh, getting some merch, hopefully some t-shirts, and give a trial period. So, if there's enough um, clamour for any like merchandise, I've gone small first with some stickers and whatnot, and maybe some. Uh, I was going to say prints, but I'm not going to do prints. Uh, but uh, stickers are in the post. I've got about 105, 110 of them, so I'm going to be plastering them about. If you want them, slide. If you want a couple, slide in the DMs. I can send it to you via post. Uh, and then, yeah, plaster them about, use them as a laptop sticker and whatnot, just get the name out there. So it's similar to, oh shit, sorry. Similar to the, well, it's just basically a carbon copy of the Run DMC thing, but it's Run VMP. So I'll treat you like a VMP. Hey, see what I did there? But yeah, just merch coming. If there's enough clamor for it, if there's enough sort of demand for it, then I will get um, some in. I'm bound to just take a hit on that if I do that, because... I haven't got a legion of fans, um, but appreciate everyone who does listen and uh, the fans. The, the fan for you to, to you guys. Without you guys, I'm nothing. Uh, quite literally, though, uh, no joke. But oh Jesus Christ! The keeper just had a bit of a mare there. Also, this guy on Five Live apparently said, "Oh, the Neymar derby." Apparently, he's a bit of a knobhead. This bloke on. Oh, the keeper sliced it, but. <laughs> you can't see this, but yeah, the, the, he was called like the Neymar Derby. It's like oh, behave, man. It's like just a fucking. It's just a game. It's just it's this the ooh. It's the Sergio Roberto Derby, surely, because he's the one who put the dagger in it. Um, Mario Cardi just hit it over the bar, or that was Mbappe. They're showing both men on the screen at the moment. Yeah, it was a Cardi, but also football manager as well. I'm I'm actually not going to talk about football. Um, other than the football that's going on so um, I'm not going to talk about football other than the football also because on my birthday uh, I'll talk a little about that I'll talk a bit about myself for once for God's sake uh, we watched I say we I watched because I had a plan I was going to order takeaway ordered KFC on Saturday night for my birthday treating myself I say treat myself I get takeaway quite a lot you fat bastard but I was going to watch Goodfellas and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So Goodfellas is my favourite film of all time. I recommend you watch that Intoxicator. You have a few drinks, you have a you have a puff, you have a smoke on the pipe. It's like, I'm just smiling from, you know, ear to ear when the, you know, the first scene, if you've seen it, when he's like, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster, like slams the hood. And then Tony, um, Tony Bennett, Rags to Riches comes on. Like just that sequence is just absolutely brilliant. It's just so, it's just, it's the, it's such a fucking good film. Like, and watch it. Yeah. Smoke the pipe when you, and watch it. It's so good because it's just, it, you can't say anything more. I, I pick up new things every single time I watch it. Like the way, Paulie um, Tutti, well, the way Tutti runs when he's like delivering the phone messages to and back from Paulie. So he's on the phone and he goes to Paulie's house in the rain and then like Henry's holding the thing. And it's just, yeah, the, the whole narration of it is just so smooth. It's just a timeless film. It's I absolutely fucking love it. it just And like you pick up new things every single time. I, like I said, I pick up new things every single every single time I watch it. The thing that always remains is like how much of a psycho Joe Pesci's character is. Um, Tommy's. It's like he would just when he kills spoiler when he kills Spider when he just shoots him in the foot first because he wouldn't get him a drink and he's like dance motherfucker dance like and they just fucking shoots him because he goes go fuck yourself Tommy and also didn't realize how many people were in the Sopranos in that film. Like obviously the, the classic Lorraine Bracco. Um, Christopher, who is Spider, and then there's ah Pussy, who is in Sopranos. Tony Soprano's not in it. Well, I don't think he is, but Pussy is in the background when they're doing. He's like sorting out the fur coats in the restaurant and the back. And he looks exactly the same. And then there's oh, who's the guy who's got like slick back hair? He has the um the muffler on his car when he's like trying to investigate if Pussy's a 
a fucking rat or not in the uh, in the thingamajig in Sopranos. He's in it. He's like one of the. He's in like Tutti's gang. He's in. Um, he's in Paulie's gang. He's, he looks exactly the same as well. They just like you think. Oh my god, he's from Sopranos. Oh my god, it's like, you sort of look everywhere. But I and I, I swear Junior's in it as well. Um, uh, Junior Soprano. I swear he's. I swear he's in it at some point. He's in the background somewhere, and. Um, just everything about it from the start, just like the whole narration, like Henry, like when they send in cigarettes and when he goes to jail, like when Jimmy Conway comes in the room, it's, yeah, just what a film, what a, what a time, man. And it's, I've not read the book yet. It's based on the book Wise Guys by, I think it's Nicholas Pelleggi. I've always wanted to read that book, so I might order that book because I've just had a, once I watch that film again, every time I watch it, I just have a kind of, I'm not sure if anyone else is like this about a certain, like a particular film. Once I watch it, I have like a proper obsession with that and I start looking up things and, you know, and just start watching clips like how it was made. And the same with music. Say like, I could, I could listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers and then just for the week, just have like a proper, give a groove on with Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, it's just, yeah, other films like that for me, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I couldn't finish. I have seen it like t- 10 times already. I think that's just, that is a great film. That is a fucking great film. Uh, just from, that's just brilliant. Just, it's fantastic. And that made me kind of look into the whole Charles Manson thing as well, which is like fascinating. And it's actually, when he goes to Spawn Ranch, it's like based off, um, I think it's Dennis Wilson from the, I call myself a fucking music fan. Dennis Wilson from the Beach Boys, he goes to that because Spawn Ranch was actually where they lived, and George, um, I think it's George Spawn or the, the guy in the bed at the back in the back of the house, he was a real person, and obviously those those girls were real people. So that's like that that kind of it's just funny like how he altered the event. His films like that alter the events of um, uh, just history and whatnot with like Inglorious Bastards etc. But <clears throat> if you haven't seen it, watch it. Uh, I can probably guess, I, I get why people will be angry at it because of the violence bit, but he is violent in most of his films, just period. So it's it's, it's kind of his staple, it's, it's all violence to violence. And I saw on, because um, like that, I just, once I start watching that and then I just kind of feed off all the kind of extra bits of it, I just kind of get obsessed with it and just inhale so much. But it's just, yeah, it's bloody lovely. Oh yeah, I'm missing the... Um, I'm missing the um, thingamajig tonight as well. Um, that means nothing to any of you. I can't even, I can't even remember the thingamajig. But uh, well, it obviously sounds important. But also, yeah, Goodfellas and just other films like that. TV series as well, I'm like that. Also, like, I've rewatched The Wire so many times. I've rewatched. I know I just spoke about The Sopranos, but I never finished that. So I need to watch that again. And just, I probably need to start that from, the, from scratch. I, I've got up to series two. And I just kind of tailed off for some reason. Whatever reason it was, just stupid of me because I did enjoy it, but I never had that sort of moment where like, oh my god, this. I, I think I did at some point have that. Oh my god, this is great. This is amazing. But I need to. I need to kind of stick at it and go at it. Yeah, probably The Wire and Game of Thrones is one of my. It's just the two I'm kind of obsessed with when I watched. Um, when I watched The Wire, I just kind of get really. I just look into it so much deeper than it should should really look deeper, and I, I remember I need to I need to rewatch other stuff like Treme, like similar to Sopranos. Treme, obviously about um, that district in New Orleans after the uh, Hurricane Katrina. It's just brilliant. It's if you're if you're a fan of um, that sort of like New Orleans like jazz and funk and soul and whatnot, then that's the series for you. Just that that alone, the music alone is is absolutely is brilliant. It's got. Um, it's got Wendell Pierce in it as well. He's and uh, oh, the guy who played Lester as well. He's in it. Oh, but apparently he lives in England. He's like a, he loves he loves England. Lester does not uh, not Wendell Clark, but Wendell Clark is in or Wendell Pierce. Sorry, fuck me, I can't. Jesus, Liam. Um, names, but it's it's really like Treme is just is is brilliant for the music alone. It's fantastic and just the story as well. Like people rebuilding their lives after. Hurricane Katrina. It's just fascinating. John Goodman's in it as well. Fred Flintstone. Big Fred. He's a bit of an arsehole in it, but he's like funny at the same time, so it's so it's good. But uh yeah, films films and TV series that I just obsess over. I'm watching I'm nearly finished again for the third time. 
Breaking Bad, and I'm going to watch El Camino straight afterwards, just for the effect and for sort of obviously that's how it's supposed to be watched, really. But watched. I'm on series. Yeah, I'm on the last series of Breaking Bad, and it is really, really good. I am going to go back on some. For some people who are listening to this, they're going to be like, they're probably going to laugh. But the first, I've always maintained that Skylar is an utter bitch. She is just like fuck off, Skylar. But this this season, from like say end of the fourth throughout the fifth, I start to really. I think I did feel something for her, but like the first time, first two times I watched it, I was kind of overriding, just thinking like, what a bitch. I probably wasn't taken in that uh, that well. But I just really do feel for her like she's just a shell of who she once was she's so scared for her family for scared for her kids hopefully i won't spoil it for anyone who's not watched it if you've not watched it then you know yeah just it's been it's been out for years walt is just a fucking asshole like he's he really is when that bit when he's talking about jesse and gus like when gus invites jesse to a certain thing and walt just can't go over it. it's like it's all about me and like it's like beep arsehole like and then yeah just and then Hank like Hank is like the anti-hero well no though Walt's the anti-hero but you you root for Walt for some strange reason because he's he's the main protagonist but then you're supposed to really root for Hank because he's the one trying to get the, he's, he's one trying to get the bad guys and Hank is such a good fucking copper like he's he's so on the ball because he, he comes across as that kind of vile horrible just all American twat but He's he's actually on the money every single time. When I remember rewatching it, when he just he has the fring thing in his head, he has he, he runs with it, and he's like the I don't know what the analogy is, but once he's got it in his sights, he just can't stop. He, he he can't be stopped almost. He's like a force of nature, and but he did show a bit of a weak spot. Well, in when he went to El Paso, but I think seeing anyone get blown up um, would wouldn't be very good for anyone, but. He's like, because he's he's put across. It's so that's how it's so cleverly done, and you see like after, that's why rewatching things is so good. I think just because of the first time you watch something, you're like the initial like fuck that was amazing. Um, whether you liked it or not, usually when you do, like, just for argument's sake, when you did like it, but it's so just refreshing. You just obviously I'm I'm telling I'm basically pointing out sucking eggs here like you're just pointing out you're just seeing other things that you didn't notice before like i noticed like the real victim of this now like the re- the real victims of that that show is like marie walt jr and holly like they're like obviously jesse is a victim to a certain extent um skylar is obviously a victim but like for what happens to those other characters like those kids and then like marie as well like your heart proper bleeds from Marie because when you first watch it and you've like Marie is like a fucking psycho you're like what the hell is wrong with this woman she's just she just denies all the allegations of stealing and she's just a bit of a she's just a bit of a you think like fucking hell like it's Marie that's Marie but you as you get to grips like just when she's helping Hank with his rehabilitation she's just trying her utmost best for the husband for the man she loves and it's just so you hate Hank for that as well because but you put himself, put yourself in his shoes, and you'd probably, if you were like a man like Hank, well, the character of Hank, like he's just a very self-reliable person, like he's all like all macho, tough guy, and he's in this horrible, vulnerable position, trying to learn how to walk again. And like yesterday, I noticed he's still limping in like series five, so he's just still getting over like everything. And but when he's in bed and like he's saying like Marie's trying her utmost best to just put the brave face on it she never loses her rag I think her way of just you know losing it is when she goes out stealing and telling um, telling a few fibs to those to those realtors and those people um, and she gets caught out but you, yeah she I'd say Marie is the real victim of that if you've seen that um, I hopefully you agree with it because obviously Holly and Walt Jr Walt Jr is just yeah, you feel sorry because he's just constantly frustrated. He's, he's so he's like so many roadblocks ahead of him, like because he just no one's telling him anything, but for good reason. Like you wouldn't want to tell like your children that. And Skylar's doing like, <clears throat> come out and said it. Skylar does the right thing. Like she is like one hundred percent on point. Like she tried to help Ted Beneke. She tried to do this. Like Walt is the absolute antithesis of just wanker in that series. After a while, like. 
He's just a glory. And when Mike says to him, we had a fucking good thing going on, like, and Mike's just constant, like, always saying it is just opinion. And Mike as well, when he when he eventually kicks the bucket, he just and like Walt's just chirping on. He's just like, Mike, I was, and he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just like, yeah, that that bit's funny. Like, it's just it's. It it shouldn't be funny, but it's funny because he's just like oh, it's because everyone's like that at that point. Because I was like, does he say shut the fuck up? And like <laughs> he he does. So it's, it's it's fucking yeah. Fuck Walt. Like he's such a dickhead. Um, and, but Mike, yeah. Like it was weird seeing because I've just seen the episode where Mike dies, and it's very kind of it's weird seeing someone who was he was he was so cool and calm under pressure and like so kind of. He had like a sort of cockiness to it as well because he just knew things were going to come out good and come out well for him. But when they start like tailing him with the police, the money and like where that's coming from, and his lawyer eventually cracks, you feel proper sorry for him because he's just he's he's now all of a sudden this guy who's always in control and always this and that. He's just in a vulnerable position, um, and he's it was right. He was right. We had a good thing with Gus and we it was this and that and like when Walt was complaining about legacy fees and all that stuff, like paying off the guys when they became the guys. It's, uh, yeah, it's just a great show. And I never really got into Better Call Saul. Um, I'll soon finish Breaking Bad again for the third time. And it's, it is a great, is a great show. But like I said, like you just notice different, different things. Like there's the real, who the real victims are and who the real villain is. Like I'm yet to see the scene where, uh, Hank realizes who he, who he's actually chasing, and that's just that is. <clears throat> when I first watched that, that was sick. That was just amazing. Just quick sip. Mm-hmm. But sorry about that. But um, yeah, no, it was like that scene's just electric. That's just so sick because you don't, and you just kind of think as well, like the whole time when he does it, when you like. Obviously, when he's not found out, you're like when he's still like not in the he's being kept in the lurch sort of thing. You just realise the things like that went under his nose, and he's such a good cop, and like and you think like is he a good cop? Because if he, if he was that good, he would have figured it figured it out. But say Levy, um, hopefully you've all listened. Hopefully you've all taken that in. But yeah, um, I'm going to end the podcast soon because I've rambled on for t- far too long. And uh, but hopefully you've enjoyed it. It's half time at the moment with the football. It's about to kick off again in a second they've got it's a bit of a shame I suppose they've got Gary Neville in the other studio but they've got that bamzuki bastard Jay Humphreys um, in the studio with Owen Argreaves and I can't remember obviously someone not that not that uh, glamorous but people slag off Owen Hargreaves. I don't know why he was actually he was a great player and I think his insight's good no Joe Cole's in it Joe Cole I like Joe Cole people slag Joe Cole off as well Fuck you guys. But bam, that Bamzuki bastard, Jay Humphreys. Yeah, not about that guy. He's just, he's, he, yeah. Um, they've obviously got the, the A-team, like Rio and... But they wrote Glenn on the commentary for this one. And I like Glenn Hoddle. Everyone slags off Glenn Hoddle because it's popular to not like Glenn Hoddle. Like it was popular not to like Adrian Charles. Adrian Charles was actually quite good. Um, that's my hot take of the week. That was my hot take. That is, yeah, that's my. Hot. And so is your man from ITV. Can't remember his name. Obviously, he's obviously he's left a lasting impression on me. But Adrian Charles, he was a pretty good broadcaster because the BBC they're far too pal. When it comes to the World Cup, like it's obviously the better. Both both sets of coverage is really good. I quite liked the feature when in the World Cup in 2014 when ITV were on the beach, like Ian Wright. It annoys me when Ian Wright calls. Glenn Hoddle gaffer because like when you look it up it's like he only played like four games under him at England so it is if, if you you'd be if he called Arsenal Wenger gaffer you'd be like yeah fair enough but that was annoying you got Gordon Strachan who's like a little weasel on there um he's good value for money Martin O'Neill's very good value for money and that was a great world that was a great world cup just the great jingle just everything about it just a little yeah the little that little touch when they're on the beach it was really good um and just yeah, the like BBC's far too pally, like, Gary Lineker's just like, it's just those shit puns after every fucking, after every show, it's ridiculous, and then, Rio's on there, Rio's pretty good, but Rio's obviously, 
when you're sort of hard pressed, you hard press him for something. He's obviously like I can't think of an example, so I'm obviously going to got pie in my face. But on the whole, Rio's pretty good. Lampard's pretty good. I'm looking forward to seeing him back in the punditry box. Um, he'll probably be Palace manager next year. Hundred uh, percent Roy out. One hundred percent. But yeah, like um, the ITV coverage, like Adrian Charles. Yeah, I'll stop it there. It was yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was good. He was all right. Like, but it was just unpopular to not like him because he had a regional accent. Get over yourselves. Because he was from West Brom. Like, you know, there's a lot of nice people and good people from West Brom. Not They're, they're not all stupid. Um, uh, but yeah, no. I'm going to end it there on the podcast. I'm going to end it with, I've looked on, because one of my favourite... I don't have Facebook on my phone anymore because I deleted it because I think for good reason. I don't have to go into what... Um, why I deleted it on my phone because it just is it gets too much it's basically just a forum for middle-aged people to complain on local village forums that we've mentioned on previous um, previous episodes and it's just it's pretty much a kind of glorified eBay now it's just loads of it's just a big market but it's just a big bloody market stall um which is a good thing I suppose but uh yeah it's just Facebook Twitter I don't have on my phone I look on Twitter every now and again uh, on my laptop, which is just kind of just skimming through it. What is trending, by the way? Let's see what's trending. Um, Barca P, just PSG, Upper McCann. It's just basically football stuff. So I won't. I've already banged on enough about football tonight. But um, yeah, Facebook is good. But it's, I think Facebook is really good for one thing. It's really good to bring you down a peg because Facebook Memories is absolutely fantastic. Like when, because I had when you've had Facebook as long as me. When I I had Facebook like two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, when it first came out, and I was. Obviously, you just post a load of crap on there. Um, the first, and it's just, it's just so funny seeing the, just this, just this nonsense you used to spew out, and you think you were funny. And this, I'll probably look back on this episode and this podcast and think the exact same. But <clears throat> I'm going to share with you some of the things I did on this day for various years ago. So eight years ago, I said I hate Keel. Obviously, a bit of a Stash Junior reference. Still stands to the day. Fuck Keel. Um, nine years ago today, this is a bit of a peg, this was. Got myself an interview for Gloucestershire University next Tuesday. Get in, smiley face. Eventually, <laughs> you didn't go to that university. They turned me down. Um, everyone was like, well done and good luck. I was like, yeah, thank you so much. Well done. Going up in the world. I don't think so. Um, and then I put, oh, this is, I, I didn't spot this comment. I put, in response to people, someone saying, going up in the world, I put, yeah, who would have thought me maybe going to university? The same one, same the same me who once rested his own bollocks on a ping pong table so my friends could hit them. Fucking hell, man. That's ridiculous. I didn't even spot that. That's just stupid. As if I put that. And then it's like, proud of my boy. Haha, <laughs> I miss them days. Jesus Christ, and then just the standard, like, good luck. Uh, also, related tonight, I've put, is it 10 years ago on this day, obviously watching Barcelona, I hope Messi fucks up Arsenal again. <laughs> just some Arsenal, you know, anti-Arsenal rhetoric there, if that's the right word. Someone said thank you to me as well. Um, thank you, PS, make me a cup of tea. Kiss, kiss. Um... That wasn't me, someone posted on my wall. And this one is the coup de grace. I think this one is ridiculous. I posted, because you know when you put like Liam South, Dave Bloggs is, like, because when I put, I hope Messi fucks up Arsenal again, obviously I'm just kind of writing it as as a kind of statement. This is like me in the third person or whatever the sort of phrase is. But Liam South, February 16th, 2010. So 11 years ago. Liam South is having a hot chocolate in a pint glass. Jesus. What? <laughs> that is ridiculous. And then the, there's the comments are just even more hilarious. There's people I know now and I, I like. Just like, it's like, that takes balls. <laughs> Serious man points there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and then size of that brew. But yeah, having a hot chocolate. Who liked that? Two people like that, that goes to show it didn't have much of a commercial, um, you know, appeal, but, you know, critically very acclaimed. Like most of these statuses, critically acclaimed. Even when I got an interview for Gloucester University, only six, seven people were happy for me. You lot are real ones, all you lot. 
all you seven people are real ones. Um, I hate Keel. That should have been a much loved um, post or much loved uh, um, thing by Snapchat Uni. Uh, why didn't people like it? Um, but yeah, that that concludes the Facebook memories. Um, I'll probably make a com- general feature of that. I put one on here a couple of weeks ago on my actual page. What was it? I posted. It was like a memory. Where is it? Where is it? Obviously, it's a memory. Uh, it was like ten years ago. Uh, Twenty. I just put obviously a kind of completely subliminal message. Like, which is a ridiculous move. I just put, Liam Self has lost a bit of respect for some people tonight. And reading that, I lost some respect for myself as well. There's a lot of anti-Keel stuff on my uh, on my Facebook. So, fuck Keel. Yeah, still stand by it. Anyway, sorry for the burp. Hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. Um, uh, again, brought to you by our good friends at Faster Pasta, Cambridge's premier fresh pasta delivery service hope you took advantage hope the good people of cambridge took advantage of that at the weekends with the valentine's day special that was um friday i think it was the whole weekend as well so it was, it was good like um valentine's day themed dishes they also have chocolate pasta so get on the site again fasterpasta dot um uh, dot co sorry sorry i'll start again fasterpastaco.com uh, for the website for blogs uh, recipes and uh, menus as well also there's some merch left so get on that once it's gone it is gone uh, until the end uh, until they start um more but as i'm told when it's gone it's gone so get on it it's straight off the press and also check them out on instagram fasterpastaco same as the website and you can see all the lovely recipes, all the fantastic dishes on there. Hopefully as well, you all took advantage of Gabby Kenny Art as well for some personalised Valentine's Day cards. Also for just special occasions in general. So birthdays, bar mitzvahs, you know, christenings, everything. So just uh, get on Gabby Kenny Art um, on Instagram as well to uh, check out the prices. Very reasonable price and it's a bit more, it's better to support local than it is to support um, a corporate thing as well so get on those guys um thanks very much for listening good going this week for myself pat on the back well in uh is 1-1 in the Barca game to be content well you know you won't you'll have to watch it to find out or if you're watching it you'll find out but yeah uh thanks everyone again um for your birthday messages um and well wishes uh, also thanks to the boys for the jingle very much appreciated and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it as well because it's gonna be a regular feature uh thanks for listening have a great week and a special shout out to my co-host connor scutts um and his family this uh, podcast is dedicated to um uh, the life of billy the dog um billy bear um who sadly passed away um recently so uh everyone everyone's sort of gone through that um when they've lost a pet for a good amount of time it's a it's it's a rough one so but this 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 podcast is dedicated to um connor and billy the bear the dog so um uh, hope everyone has a great week um see you next week um hopefully uh, hopefully just won't be me for your sake but have a great week guys uh thanks for listening and don't forget to check out the sponsors as well big thanks to the sponsors and um uh, take care guys keep smiling bye